This podcast is sponsored by Explore Worldwide. Explore offers guided travel holidays from city breaks to honeymoons. Explore's local tour guides and their small group adventures give travellers the opportunity to experience a country and not merely observe it. Whether it's a food and drink tour in the hilltop towns of Tuscany or a walking tour in the rice fields of Vietnam, Explore puts their trust in the quality of their local tour leaders so you get a better insight into your holiday destination. Head to exploreworldwide.com. Hello, Simon Calder here and you are very welcome to The Green List. Yes, bringing you the latest on travel and developments from around the world with the independent and, of course, your ears. Well, yes, I'm here in Bristol, but I'm going to be bringing you news of a collapse in commuters on the railways. Bus wars, which are breaking out, especially here in Bristol. And Jet Airways wants to be resurrected, but it's facing problems. Well, as anybody who was a commuter will know, either they are not commuting by rail or they are and they're finding the trains pleasingly empty. Well, they might be pleased, but the rail delivery group certainly isn't. This is the Association for Train Operators and also Network Rail. Now, just a refresher about how the rail industry works. As you will know, it takes in about £10 billion a year from fares, or at least it did, until 2020. That revenue has collapsed. More concerningly, perhaps, it was entirely based, at least for the bedrock of that money, on commuters' season tickets, particularly in London and South East England. And people simply aren't commuting by train in anything like the same numbers. Two thirds down, uh, yet road journeys are pretty much exactly the same. Clearly, there's a lot of concern about travelling by train, even though, of course, if you look at the overall risk, then you are far, far safer on a train than you will ever be as a road user. So what are they going to do? Well, they've got to kind of get back on board campaign going on. But I'm actually much more enthused by the news I brought you earlier in the week of LUMO, this open access train operator which is going to be speeding between London and Edinburgh for hardly any money from the uh, 25th of October. If you look just at one segment of the line, 124 miles from Newcastle to Edinburgh, there's going to be typically five trains an hour, um, all of them expresses, one or two of them pausing along the way. Prices start from under a fiver. You would be frankly mad to drive between those two great cities when you could sit back, enjoy the amazing coastal scenery and save money and stress into the bargain. And I think it's competition that is going to open up the railways just as it did for aviation, what, 27 years ago. So I'm more optimistic than I am pessimistic, but that is my normal state travel being the industry of human happiness, of course. Well, looking at competition here in Bristol, 
It is amazing. I've just um, spent the morning traveling on Megabus, one of my absolute favorite transport undertakings. Always good, professional, punctual, polite service. Great vehicles, Wi-Fi, phone chargers, and going point to point speedily and economically. I've traveled from Barnstable via Taunton and Western Supermare to Bristol, cost me 10 quid for a journey of just over two and a half hours. Now, when I arrived across the road was a lime green bus painted in the colors of Flix bus. This is a European operation, which is setting up here in large numbers. Now, I've been monitoring the fares. Some days you would have to pay £2.99 to get from Bristol to London, but most days it's just 99 pence plus a £1 booking fee. They're doing that because, well, they're backed by, I think, hundreds of millions of pounds in investment, and they are just desperate to get people on board buses. Now, I generally would take a train over a bus pretty much every time, but on a journey such as the one I've had uh, this morning, Barnstable to Bristol, the bus is not only faster and most definitely cheaper, but also more scenic, I think. Anyway, that is uh, the competition between those two operators. But of course, you've then got the incumbent, which has been here since the dawn of time. Yes, this is, of course, good old National Express. And they are having to compete in this market as well. Now, they've always been, I've thought, more of a kind of social service than a uh, transport under, profit-making transport undertaking, though, of course, they have, they are a commercial company. They tend to run kind of buses that stop pretty much everywhere. I use them mostly for airport services and, sorry to say, Boxing Day when trains almost all grind to a halt. Now, I simply want to say, for your next intercity journey, just have a look. Um, we don't have quite the fair comparison that you might want available online, but just have a look at Megabus, at Flixbus, F-L-I-X bus, and National Express, and see who will tempt you on board. Finally, an awful lot of people were hoping to be on board on Jet Airways, the Indian-based airline that collapsed in April 2019. It was awful for the staff and also for, I think, millions of passengers with advanced bookings. Jet Airways simply ran out of cash. Um, they were not able to keep going in any form because uh, people wouldn't fuel their aircraft. They've had planes impounded. One's just been sold off. Boeing 777, list price $375 million, all yours for $9 million. And they want to start off again. And there's a uh, United Arab Emirates-based investor. There's a London and Zurich venture capital group who are interested in uh, starting it. But they're facing legal action. And frankly, I'm not surprised because, well, they promised as they were grounding flights, don't worry, we'll rebook you on another airline or we will indeed give you a full refund. There's still an awful lot of people waiting for that. Anyway, you have to wait no longer to finish today's 
Travel Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Of course, you can get all the news you need 24 hours a day at independent.co.uk. And if you follow that up with forward slash newsletters, you'll be able to subscribe to my weekly travel email coming your way absolutely free every Friday morning. For now, stay safe. Thanks for listening. And I'll talk to you tomorrow. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com.